Hello and welcome to Material Episode number 110. I am your host, Andy Anatko. And I'm Russell Ivanovich. And I am Florence Ion. And we're here. We're, so we have a former really big person at Google who threw a snit. We'll be talking about later that later on. Uh, I guess we're going to start off with follow-ups because we talked a lot about the Moto Z2 Force because it came like about the day after with a force. Uh, I, was, I, I was at the, <laughs> the, for, the Force was with me that day in the form of sample hardware. Uh, <laughs> I, th- I thought it was funny that like Motorola in the space of one week was already backpedaling and rethinking some of their ideas. Uh, I think we were all kind of shocked that they have this phone that is not, uh, it doesn't really scream out to you as being in the same class as the Galaxy S8 or the iPhone 7, but it's as pricey as the iPhone 7 at 800 bucks. And they quietly said, uh, how about 720? That's And it's still more. Is that and other phones. Literally a week yeah. after it launched? Is it, I've never seen a price drop like that before. Yeah. Apple dropped the price of the iPhone, but only after they got the first wave of suckers <laughs> to like pay full, pay full bob for it. three months or six months in or something? I'm trying to remember. iPhone original. Yeah. This is one week. One week. Yeah. It's, and, and, <laughs> Someone you know, just screw up. That, They're like, oh, Terrence, did you not see that I said it was seven twenty nine hundred? I think it was a folly because... David Ruddock was on All About Android last night. Whenever you're listening to this, uh, it's the week, of, I don't know, July 31st. Um, he mentioned something about, I guess there was like a typo on the website. And that's why it was listed as $800. Um, Maybe. Okay. Maybe. I'm, I'm, I'm not willing to judge Motorola and say that that's definitely a lie. I'm going to say that that's an odd thing to happen when you put a price on a website that is turns out to be not correct but I, I will say that it was uh, i felt i felt and looked kind of foolish because motorola would absolutely not tell me what the price of the phone was at the event and i was i'm an actual person holding a notepad and a pen looking for all the world to an uninformed observer like a journalist and i was talking to not one but like three different motorola executives because i thought that well maybe one of them doesn't want to tell me, but the others will. And it was, there are going to be a variety of price points and blah, blah. And as if that wasn't really the, the, the plan on pricing, it was more like we kind of, it felt like there's a reason why I don't want to tell you what the price is because I would, I would rather have your initial tweets and Instagram posts not mention it's, oh my God, $800. So, okay. So it's if it's if they'll if it's possible for someone to buy this for eighty dollars less than we thought it was, or AKA still at what do you, what do we think about one hundred and forty dollars more than might be great for this phone? Um, I don't know if you guys saw, but like the Galaxy S eight unlocked was only like five hundred eighty bucks or something this week. I mean. I'm just saying there are all these sales that are going to be happening now, especially during the summertime, back to school time. That's the time you want to show up with a fancy new phone and new pair of shoes. So it seems like the right time to be actually selling phones at a more discounted price, a back to school price, something that looks really nice. <laughs> I don't, I don't envy that. a lot of these phone manufacturers like choosing the launch window for a phone because there are so many blockbuster phones that come out. Like you got the iPhone in September, you might as well just not bother. Unless you Google, they, they seem to 
to feel that the pixel can launch around the same time and get away with it. You've got the S8 kind of really earlier in the cycle, like around March. You've got the Note, you've got the LG. And if you're Motorola looking for a launch window, it's like uh, I, don't, I honestly don't know where the best place to, to put Let that is. Let us launch when everyone is on holiday because that's the best time <laughs> to announce a new phone is when no one is, when everyone's avoiding their smartphones to yeah. try and disconnect. <laughs> <laughs> and then to launch with a premium price as well, that's that's a tough sell. Like I, I think 720 is slightly more bearable, but I think I'm with you, Andy. Like I, I know that the stuff that's in there and whatever is expensive to make and you can't just slap whatever price point you want on the phone. Otherwise, they'd all sell for a dollar. They'd be like, you want this for a dollar? Here you go, it's a dollar. But man, 599 or maybe even like 649 or something like that feels like the sweet spot for like this kind of Motorola phone. 720, especially in the, the US dollars, your dollars are worth a lot, by the way, guys. Um, yeah, that's, yeah. The mods too, then you have to pay extra for that. I think I saw on Twitter something pop up. Someone had said Motorola should include like a gift certificate with every uh, purchase of the phone to just kind of help you buy an accessory because like that 360 cam that they gave you, uh, Andy last week, I mean, that's, that's 300 bucks. 300, 300 bucks, and like we said last week, that's about $80 more than the Samsung <laughs> Gear 360 yeah. version 2, which is arguably a better product for being that you don't have to stick it onto a special phone in order to make it work. Yeah. Uh, and at the very least, uh, when, I was on, when I was unboxing it, and I, I'm using it in the old-fashioned verb in which there was something inside a box that I wish to take out of the box so that I can use it and or examine it, not I'm going to try to get clicks by giving you the exciting point of view ex experience as a consumer product is unwrapped and just, I, I don't, I don't like unboxing videos, but, and I'm looking through it. So, oh, well, there must, there must be at least one sort of you know, cheapo moto mod, like just cover so that when I've spent $800, I'm sorry, $720 for this phone, I don't have this thing with these exposed pogo plugs uh, put on, uh, on the, on the back of it, thinking that, oh, there's gotta be at least uh, even like a sticker or something. I could, no, no, it looks like, okay. Well, and I saw the way that 360 cam is kind of hanging off there. Like, it's just kind of, it looks kind of flimsy. I mean, it looks like an apparatus with no back, with no support, I want to say. it's it, it holds on pretty well. It's just damn awkward to operate with the thing. And, and by operate, I don't mean take 360 degree photos. I mean... If you're gonna be keep, if you're gonna be wanting to use this later on in the day, you kind of don't want to keep it on the phone because it makes it not only longer but also thicker and bulkier. Uh, and if you don't want to leave it, if you if you just say, well, I'll just leave it in in, in my bag and only put it on when I'm going to use it, it's not a really convenient thing to deploy and stick on and then pull off again. It's uh, if they if they had just instead decided that we are going to we, we, we're going to literally call this the kick ass camera module, which is <laughs> that we have decided to if we just if we just make this a little bit thicker and make give it a bigger give it a bigger battery and give it like a thicker sort of like a can almost like a candy bar bump at the top of the at the at the top of the frame so that people who want a something with a flash something with a, and a much better like a Sony sensor you can do that and like we like we talked about last week and it doesn't stink like the Hasselblad photo mod from last year uh, that's. Uh, I, I I'm without I, I don't know what to say I haven't I haven't read I haven't written the review yet so normally at that by the time I, I I write a review particularly a really strongly positive or negative one I have beaten this thing to hell and attacked all of my own opinions from every angle so that I have achieved a state of 
entitled entitlement of arrogance, at least in my own head, <laughs> that I can say that no, I can I will defend every opinion that I have stated in this review long past your energy level for attacking it. Believe me. <laughs> but 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 now I've only been using it for a week and I'm still like, but people who are really smart at phone design who do nothing but design phones all day. I don't design phones all day. Maybe do I not understand this? Is there something brilliant about this that I'm going to be like, Oh, Andy, aren't you foolish for not seeing how brilliant this, this thing, like having like a shoe, a shoe foam insert with a ping pong ball glued to the end of it, which is kind of like what this <laughs> camera moto mod looks like that. This is the most beautiful way. I, I don't know. Andy, did you say that it was uncomfortable without like a little style shell on the back? Because a lot of a lot of people have been really complaining. Uh, people who have the review units have been complaining that it's not very comfortable to hold without like a style shell, and that doesn't come included. Doesn't doesn't come included? You don't. That, that's what I'm talking about. When I take when I was taking out of the box, I thought that there must be something you can snap onto the back yeah. to give it that little bit extra thickness. I wouldn't say it's uncomfortable, but the other problem is that. Wow, am I scared to just get, with with my uh, Nexus 6P, which is about the same size, and I keep it in uh, uh, in an in case. I'm uh, sorry, in a spec uh, candy. Uh, uh, can't remember the candy. I think it's, I think it's candy shell. Candy, my husband has the same shell. one. Thank you very much. Fa the, in my opinion, the best phone case ever made. Everybody uh, loves those. Love them. <laughs> it's like I, I don't. Even, I can almost throw it against a wall and not care. It's, it's, it protects it so well. It makes it so easy to hold on to. But it's like I, I am careless about just shoving this into my in a front pocket. I have like biked home and paid paid the price as a as, as a man for having this big phone in my front pocket and like pedaling a bike for or five miles with, but at least the, uh, knowing that, okay, I'm going to injure myself, but I'm not going to damage the phone without <laughs> some sort of a moto mod, like giving it extra thickness and extra rigidity. I am really worried about ha what happens if I put this in a front pocket or a back pocket and sit down and not think about, you know, bending the frame. It doesn't feel like a super sturdy thing. But Andy, it's unbreakable. That's what Motorola tells us. You can't smash it. <laughs> you can maybe scratch it a little bit, but we're going to fix that later. It's not in unscratchable. The production <laughs> run, guys. Wink, wink. We're going to fix that later, reviewers. Don't worry about it now. It's fixed in the next run. Yeah. I have to know, Andy. When when is the the dragging it behind the bike slash dropping it off a bridge? We talked about mm -hmm. this last week, and I'm sitting here waiting for for these tests. Mm-hmm. I have to, I have to be done with probably. End of next week, end of the week after it. I'm doing. I'm taking it to uh, the Boston Public Library on Friday and giving it its regular like photo. To I still have to treat it like it's a regular phone before I can treat it like something that has to be sent back in 30 days in whatever condition it happens to be in. Uh, is there a possibility you could maybe attach a GoPro to the end of your bike as you are dragging it along? I mean, I just would like to maybe see the damage in real time as it slowly happens or quickly happens. <laughs> Yeah, maybe because I see even there, like I'm kind of I uh, that seems like a natural thing to do, but I don't want to be like another one of those. We decided to find out is the is the iPhone seven tough enough to tilt a hundred hundred million caliber bullet at point blank range? Let's find <laughs> out. Like, MTV angles, MTV angles. Yeah. Follow and like. Andy, are you telling me you're not going to build some kind of weather balloon and send this thing to space? In 360 Ooh, degrees. Come that's on. That's a good idea. For the readers. Ooh. For the readers. Oh, you could leave the camera on. Yeah. 
<laughs> I'm going to set it up in this weather balloon and we're going to see how high it gets before it explodes. And then we'll use location, uh, we use location to find out where it lands when it hits the uh with the the ozone atmosphere. The thing on the sphere. The, the, the thing. Wait, I've, the, I've played Kerbal Space Program. I think it's the, I don't know, I can't remember. But I know you have to be going a certain speed before you can keep going around because you'll you keep smacking back into the land if you don't, people. That's that's my advice. Go faster. you got to make the phone go fast, Andy. But before I, I break this phone, and I probably will, I, I should totally like put on the 360-degree Moto Mod camera and then on the other side of the Moto Mod camera put on the Samsung uh, Gear 360 <laughs> version 2 and I'll like be shooting 720-degree video. Whoa, you're going to break like YouTube or something doing that. You'll upload it and just pff, the entire site will just implode. That'll be the end of it. Uh, we could use a break. <laughs> we could use a break <laughs> from YouTube. I'm just saying. Uh, you, uh, but Russell, you, you hinted at the other thing. <laughs> I guess Pocket now was talking to Motorola about, hey, we, we've only had this for like a week and it's already scratched. And they were, they told Pocket now that do you need to change something. No, no, it's just okay. some guy revving the motor, some his his fancy motorbike downstairs. Let's go for okay. it. He's here every day, people. Sorry about that. I just compressed the it, it could have been something with like pinchers and hairy legs that are about four feet long and in sets of two behind you that I just wanted to make sure it wasn't, uh, or at least to make sure I had video capture going so that we could make this go so super viral. In 720 uh, degrees. <laughs> Russell gets eaten by spiders, but they're friendly. Don't worry about it. They're, Austra they're Australian spiders, so they're going to scare everybody. It's actually freezing <laughs> down here at the moment. I know you, you're both enjoying summer and it's 100 and whatever it is in Fahrenheit over there. It is absolutely freezing yeah. down here in Australia, so the spiders have all gone into hiding. I, can't, I haven't seen any in days. Oh, great, so you won't find them until later on after your guard is down. and You, 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 haven't, you, you have your daily honed reflexes of walking around with a, with a lacrosse mask on and a, and a waste paper basket to just put it on, on, on top of whatever vermin sneaks in and now you're, you'll become soft and weak and that's what they're no, waiting for. Andy, that's, that's why they're going to that's hibernation. That's for the vicious possums. You don't, you don't need the lacrosse stick for the spiders. You just need a pair of thongs for that. That's all you need. So you, you were hinting at this, Andy, but it sounds like... Sounds like Pocket Now was saying that basically in a future production run, Motorola said that it'll be less scratchy. Is that, is that a technical term? Yeah, they have a, the so the screen has a two two layers of anti scratch, not coating, but little lenses like little sheets on top of it, with the idea that if something gets scratched, the top the top layer is going to be easy to swap out. Uh, and they seem to be telling Pocket Now they. Boy, it's but it's still it's great. It's totally anti scratch. We love it. People are going to love it. And later in the production run, we might have an idea for how to make that not happen. So not only so not only is it super expensive, they're saying please don't buy. They're essentially saying they, they've caproed themselves and said please don't buy. I'm sorry, they've Osborne themselves and said please don't buy the original product run because the next run is going to be so much better. Um, do you are you feeling like the little plasticiness of this the display? Because I guess if you look very closely, um, just from the split second that I've seen, if you look very closely, like towards the front facing uh, LED, the flash, I guess like around that area. Apparently, there's some like little fraying where you can see the plastic just sort of, you know, there's a little divot where you, you know, you how you can feel the difference in material when you run your finger across it. And I just that feeling is just that doesn't feel premium to me. That feels like it should cost a lot less than seven hundred twenty dollars. 
Yeah. Th that's the super difficulty of pricing a phone like this. An iPhone feels like a beautifully put together item. Yeah. Even if it, even if you never light it up, it just feels like a solidly it made does. thing. Same thing with the Galaxy S8. This it doesn't feel cheap, but it doesn't feel like an eight hundred dollar thing, or again, or a seven hundred twenty dollar thing, as the case may be. Um, I mean, I, I do think that what Motorola does so well is, oh my God, I can't believe this phone costs only two hundred dollars. Because we can say, that, okay, they went for a plastic case, but it's a well-made plastic case. And no, this screen isn't as good as what you'd find on a $500 phone. But this isn't a $500 phone. This is a $180 phone. And uh, so there are a lot of people that now have their hands on the, the – it's week number two. So we have to have a new Motorola phone, the Moto E4 Plus, with a 5,000 – the double yes. whammy is that's got a 5,000 yes. milliamp hour battery and a screen and a processor that doesn't really need a whole lot of doesn't draw a whole lot of power. Uh, Nine to five Google has one and they reviewed it and they're claiming full on two day battery life. Uh, I, lo I love what Dave Ruddock of Android Police is. He he's on Twitter and he's like sort of live streaming. And they said they should call this the Moto Rasputin. You just can't kill it. And then after like the third or the fourth screenshot, as he's trying to drain the battery, it's like 30% battery left predicted that's got it'll run for another eight hours based on the internal like settings. It's just in all caps, why don't you die? And this is a $179 phone. I actually uh, called this in, so I'm really looking forward to I've decided that I want to switch to one of these because I hear that it works on Verizon in the U.S., which is very exciting. So this is a very good, like, unlocked, uh, unlocked phone to get. I also heard that it's worth a $20 upgrade because I guess for $200 you get more storage space, so might as well just upgrade to that. Um, I just like the fact that it's a little gold phone that – doesn't look as cheap as it is. Like, it's just a nice, it's a nice ruse, <laughs> quite frankly. But I just want to um, run, that, run that past you both again. $179, did you get some of those numbers in the wrong order, Andy? This sounds too good to be true. This is, you're right, no, this is what Motorola does best. It's like, this yeah. is an amazing sort of value for money type phone. And I think, yeah, I mean, so many people that are, they've got their phones on low power, you know, on Android, you get that little orange bar when you're in low power mode. On iOS, it's yellow or something. I can't remember. But you see so many people running that from like 9 a.m. in the morning. I'm like, what are you doing? They're like, my battery dies at three. Like, if I don't turn this on, it's over. And phones like this, man, this is, this is the kind of thing that a lot of people need. Well, not only, not to mention like as a travel phone, gosh, just to have something with like a giant battery on it that I never have to worry about charging. I mean, college kids, if you plan on spending random nights in places that doesn't have electricity. <laughs> and you do, let's face those it, Those backpacking do. tours through Europe, this is your phone, I'm just saying. <laughs> I wish I had something like this when I was backpacking. <laughs> I mean, all, all all these makers are saying, "Hey, we, now we've got four cameras, and now this will do 3D face scanning, and we've also got VR and AR, and we've got a 360 degree camera." But if someone is inside the Verizon store, and what they see a blank card in front of this phone that says, "This has a two day battery life," and then the next, the only other thing they say is one hundred seventy nine dollars. I don't think they'll even ask if it's a phone. They'll just say. <laughs> Sold. <laughs> and it does Candy Crush Saga just fine. In fact, you could probably also watch reruns of the Candy Crush Saga game show, which apparently exists. What? By the way. Game show? Yes. Wow. There's the Candy Crush Saga game show. I think it's on CBS here uh, in the US. <laughs> yeah, it's... Anyway, so I think you could do both. Watch it on YouTube and play it just fine for 180 bucks. 
pretty good deal. Would you say you could do that on the Vibrant Design huge 5.5 HD display which elegantly is wrapped in smooth metal with sophisticated colour finish choices? Someone's on the Motorola website. It's me. Is, is that the ad? Yeah, it's water repellent. It's not water resistant. It's water repellent. Nano coating well, protects your phone inside and out, star. And I'm sure the star says it's waterproof to like 6,000 metres or something. No, no, that's not what it says. Oh, wow. Well, but, that's, well that, that's, that's a smart claim because anybody who tries to take it down to 6,000 metres will die and will, not, <laughs> and will take the secret of it did not survive to 6,000 metres with them to the grave. That's a really good point. <laughs> It's also the only phone that will, that will work on the surface of the sun. <laughs> Feel Have free fun. to test that claim. <laughs> Bye-bye. You know someone will. See, and, and if you think someone's going to be clever and say, well, guess what? I've just built like the most awesome fireproof spaceship in the world. But they don't. they'll get there and they realize that, ah, oh, damn it. I'll have to take off my glove to use the touch. Ah, damn you, Moto. <laughs> you it's a maneuver again. worthy of a Romulan. Seriously, for this price though, this is one good-looking phone. So there you go, Motorola fans. If you think we're bashing your favorite company, I'm sure you're out there. You were already typing the emails. This this is nice. This is nice. Yeah. 9 to 5 Google has just to wrap up though. I couldn't I, – see, I, I get confused. I, I actually – last week I did have like a Post-it note because we're talking about the Moto Z2 Force that I'm – I literally had it written down so that I would not mispronounce it because they, they come up with – they've come up with so many phones – over the past, almost not even the past year, that I have to, I can't tell the players without a scorecard. Uh, 95 Google posted something that helpfully collected all of this stuff for me, saying that in the, uh, to put things in perspective, here's a list of every Moto phone that Motorola has un- unveiled so far this year. Please hold your applause until we mention everything they've released. The Moto C, the Moto C Plus, the Moto E4, the Moto E4 Plus, the Moto G5, the G5 Plus, the G5S, the G5S Plus, the Moto Z2 Play, and the Moto Z2 Force. So it's, and underneath that was uh, a slide from uh, one of their media events that had it in very, very simple, the simplest possible terms. It's a slide that has one, two, three, four, five horizontal bars, each of a different color, explaining the Z, X, G, E, and C lines. And within each bar are representations of each of the models in those lines mentioning that, well, the Z is unlimited capabilities. The X is unlimited perfection. Unlimited perfection. Not too bold a claim there. I'm not, I, I'm not sure what the FTC would have to do with that claim, but okay. G, the unlimited premium. E, unlimited value, which makes it seem like it's either free or they're paying you to take these things off their hands. Uh, and the... Ah, what is it? The, the unlimited C. essentials, Andy. Unlimited, unlimited essentials. essentials. How how can it's a, if, how can the essentials <laughs> be unlimited? If you're something is just the essentials, by definition, it is limited to just essentials. I'm I'm, I'm torn. Words have I, meanings. I, I honestly, the point I'm trying to make. I'm trying to figure out: Do you go for unlimited capabilities or unlimited perfection? It's just like I want both, but you know I can't. I've got to choose the one in the Z band or the one in the X band. But then at the bottom you've got unlimited value, and I'm with you, Andy. If I can buy a phone for like one seventy nine, and then they can pay me fifty dollars a week to use the phone, that's I mean that's that's unlimited value when you think about it. I just I can't decide. Uh, I think, it's tough. I think you want unlimited perfection because that's like basically deity like. <laughs> it's basically godlike, and God does not have is not a discount. So. That's true. It's premium. You don't want you, you don't want a, a you know a good value. You want perfection. <laughs> I have got to say all of these slogans are perfect, but unlimited essentials, Motorola. You got to you got to work on that one. 
all the rest are like capabilities, perfection, premium, and then you've got essentials. Like, is that like it, it lights fires for you? It maybe puts a roof. It, it's big enough to put a yeah, roof over true. your head. Yeah, it, do- it transforms yeah, into Does a tent. it give you a roof yeah. over your head? Does it give you food? Is this going to help solve uh, the homeless crisis? Is this going to help solve world hunger? I don't think so. Well, it's unlimited essentials, so it has to, surely. Otherwise, it's a false marketing claim. There's, there should be like bar number six that's going to be orange and it's an unlimited baloney. <laughs> that's the only thing I see that's unlimited in this whole product line. <laughs> this used to be, apart from the whole unlimited this, unlimited that, this used to be the, the Samsung strategy is release 26 phones a year and just it's very see, true. see what people buy. And these days they make like five or something. They're very restrained like compared to, to they what are. they used to be. I, it's very true, actually. It's changed a lot in the last couple of years. But, well, maybe it was good for Motorola <laughs> for them to stop making so many phones. <laughs> Motorola's like, we can fill this gap. Watch us release more and more phones. So we, we did get one very important bit of uh, listener feedback, which I have to mention as well. Quite a few of you wrote to us um, to object to me calling you liars. And I just want to say, like, <laughs> I, I don't remember making that claim at all. I don't think you can find that audio clip or anything like that. It's not out on the internet. It's gone. I never did it. Um, I'm not a liar. I'm, I'm a good person. You're not liars. Um, but I should say there were we were talking about camera lenses and we were like, camera lenses are always smudged, let's face it. We asked our listeners, you know, have a look at your phones. Are your camera lenses smudged? 100% said no, not smudged. And they're, they're sticking to those claims. So this week they, they wrote to us that to give us the reasons why their camera lenses are not, not smudged. I want to run you through some of these. Uh, reason number one, uh, you if you have pockets, you are frequently pulling your phone in and out of your pocket. And on the way, presumably your pants are made out of something. So, you know, inside the denim there's some kind of, well, what's that stuff that pockets align with? I don't know. Or you're wearing cotton pants or you're wearing, I don't know cotton. what our listeners wear. Um, you're pulling that in and out. That's cleaning the camera lens, according to our listeners. Um, people wrote to me to, <laughs> to berate the S8. They're like, apart from the S8, you know, all Android phones have fingerprint sensors in sensible places. So you're not likely to put your finger over the, the lens when you're reaching for it. Fair point, fair point. Um, and not all. Not all, <laughs> not all phones. So, and then the other one was phones with camera bumps. Apparently, are less touchy because the the camera bump is sticking out so far that your finger is less likely to run over it as you're, I don't know, as you're just running your finger on the back of your phone, which is something people do, I guess. Like they, these are all the reasons I got. So apparently, our listeners are not liars. Their their camera lenses are crystal clean and they're taking amazing photos. That must be nice. It must be nice not having not having garbage covered fingers that are just constantly covering your phone in garbage. <laughs> so that's how I feel about my phone. Yeah. I mean, we, th- we, we know that most of the surfaces, the screens and the, and the lenses have you know, oleophob- oleophobic coatings. What, we, what I need is like a burrito phobic coating that's it will resist salsa. It'll risk wasabi if I'm having sushi. <laughs> face grease. I'm sorry. I know it's gross, but face Faces have oh, grease. Yeah, on the front of the phone. Don't don't look at that too closely. <sighs> yeah, just never put your phone under a microscope, ever. <laughs> never put anything you touch under a microscope. Yeah, that's, never that's exactly. Just don't. Never bring home a microscope or a blacklight. Just you don't want to know. Re- religion, uh, many positive things, many negative things. One of the negative things that I think is actually valuable that it's brought to the world is shame about our bodies. And so you don't want to really, uh, especially, uh, I have the Apple AirPods. I like the Apple AirPods. They're great Apple AirPods. What I don't like is like when I flip <laughs> open the top and I see like all of like the cruft that it's attracted from my ears and from my pocket. <sighs> and it's like, 
uh, is there We're is so there a new, is there a new version of the AirPods case that has it's exactly the same but also has just a little oh. tiny toothbrush or something so I could just. <laughs> That's a great idea, Andy. One of those like cases you, you can buy now on Amazon to put your phone inside with, so it hits it with a UV light and then you can get rid of all the bacteria. That's a great Whoa, idea. Right. Ba- Someone up, needs to kickstart that. Back it up. That's a no, thing? No, no. That's an actual thing? Oh, yes, yes. Yes. Uh, wow. Uh, there are... Yep. Uh, there are, uh, as a matter of fact, uh, for like people who use hearing aids, a friend of mine who uses a hearing aid like has a box that he puts his aids in that's ultraviolet light and just will disinfect it completely. Yeah. And I bought like his old one when he bought a new one, and I use it all the time for things that, like, like things like ear earpods, earbuds that like if, if that I have to uh, sometimes you get like really nice headphones or stuff like that that have to be returned like after a certain amount of time and if i know that that if i know that they haven't sent me like a factory new one it starts life in the box and then i will test it and then because again i have like religion induced shame in my body i will definitely make sure that they have been decent they have been completely sanitized before they go back but yes i think i think there i think there are enough people who are paranoid about that sort of thing that if you just said we're not gonna say that these things are disgusting or gross or that you're exposing yourself to amazing toxic dangers. We're just saying that if there is any, this will kill it. Offer void in Australia. Uh, and <laughs> this reminds me of my absolute favorite Apple product. It's not an Apple show, but I have to tell you this because it's an Apple disc. Do you remember they made a, the, a keyboard with white keys and a clear plastic case? So the keys sat on top uh, of this absolutely clear plastic case. And, oh of God. course, you know, in Johnny Iron's clean room design, he's like, this will look amazing. Look at this thing in the pictures. And what happens is literally two months, three months into using it, this keyboard, we had tons of these in the office. So I went around and sampled some. You just lift the keyboard up and you can see directly underneath all your keys. And let me tell you, the stuff that collects down there is absolutely disgusting. It's like a, it's like oh, it's like when you realize that your toaster has a crumb tray, and you're like, yeah. oh my god, I had no idea there was so, yeah. It's, like it's the, been the, ten years. It's been it's here the like, whole time. I, 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 I just need to move to a new house. I don't want to deal with this in any. I don't even want to take this keyboard out and throw it away. I want to flee from. Yeah, that's that's that's, that's a that's a hallmark of Apple design, like. Inside inside those private offices, oh my God, what a wonderful idea. That's, oh my God, that's the loveliest thing ever. And then you put into millions of people's hands, here's a TV remote that is bilaterally symmetrical and you can't tell which end is which by touch. <laughs> and you realize that I, 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 love, I, I love the heavy cardstock lithograph poster that I have of this, that it's a beautiful poster. Love the poster. I'm having the poster framed in archival materials, but I am duct taping it to to a piece of to a two by two by one just so I can actually use this thing. But this is I'm sorry, this isn't a bash Apple show, but it's yike. I like the Apple bashing though. It's good fun. Especially, yeah, especially, made a lot especially of money bashing a, apples uh... and watermelons and pineapples <laughs> and such. If you can't tell, listeners, it's a very slow news week in the in the Android world, and it's it's always good to go to a bit of Apple bashing. I think Andy, before <laughs> before we get to the best segment in our entire episode, my favorite segment. Oh, mine too. What could that segment possibly be? The one that through a complex chain of events that my little lizard slash monkey like brain can barely comprehend leads to me getting money that I can then spend on toys that I don't deserve and can't really have a practical use for, but want. <laughs> So listeners, as we enter into this most important of segments, I just want you to imagine money raining from the sky on your hosts because that's how good it is because this episode 
of Material Podcast is brought to you by Linode. Linode lets you get set up in seconds with their fast, powerful hosting. Their tools are easy to understand and they let you choose your Linux distro, um, giving you the power and flexibility you need. And Linode plans start at just $5 a month. So what do you get? You get a Linux server with one gig of RAM in the Linode cloud. And, you know, Linode has over 400,000 customers that are already taking advantage of this who are all serviced by their 24-7 friendly support team. Um, you can email them, you can call them, you can chat with them. They even have an IRC channel you can join if that's your thing. Um, basically, if you need help, Linode are there for you. Their control panel is beautifully designed with a focus on ease and simplicity. Um, it allows you to deploy, boot, resize, clone, whatever you want in just a few clicks through their admin area. Um, they have comprehensive guides and support documentation if you're trying to figure out, you know, how do I set up Nginx in just the right way on my server? If, if any of these terms mean something to you, then that is probably for you. They have the power you require as well as the infrastructure and assistance you need. So like I said, the pricing plans are one gig of RAM for $5 a month. You can go all the way up to 16 gig of RAM for $60 a month. And across the board, Linode are now offering twice the amount of RAM you'll get anywhere else. So as a listener of this show, if you sign up at linode.com, that's L-I-N-O-D-E.com slash material, you don't only be supporting us, but you get $20 towards your first Linode plan. That's literally four months of the $5 a month plan. That's pretty good. You'll get a seven-day money-back guarantee, so there's nothing to lose. You know, Try it out, see if it's for you. So again, linode.com slash material to learn more, sign up and take advantage of that $20 credit or use the promo code material2017 at checkout. And we want to thank Linode so much for supporting this episode of Material Podcast. So... I have to be quite honest with you guys. I still have not installed Android O. Um, I still have not toiled around with it. I seem to be choosing other things in life besides what, updating what my phone software. Apart from Android O, Flow. Um, I took a nice little hike this weekend, okay? And then I spent <laughs> the whole day in bed on Sunday trying to learn how to make music with a sequencer. So that's what I did this weekend, Russell, uh, instead of installing Android O. The sequencer thing didn't work out, by the way. Um, I apparently need like 30 years of musical experience or something. I don't have, know. Have you published any of these to the internet? Because I'm really curious to take a listen. Uh, I'll, I'll send you one. I'll send you one secretly. <laughs> but I did save some of them. Um, so I haven't, I haven't delved into Android O yet. I feel kind of bad, especially now we're hearing, I mean, we've got the fourth, uh, the fourth developer preview out. A lot of people, a lot more people talking about it on Twitter, a lot more people griping about living with it on Twitter, even though it's still like in the beta mode. Uh, but now there's rumors that, Apparently, it's going to finally launch next week. Whoa. Next week? Yeah. I don't, don't, yeah. I've seen a a lot of people that have reputations wanting to risk their reputations by saying, by by putting (laughs) next week out there. Uh, I think everybody seems to believe that August is going to happen definitely because, I mean, Russell, you were talking about how there don't seem to be like big, you, you know, that you know that you're really close to a release when the velocity of changes between one developer release and the next is really small you know that they're just sweeping up they're sweeping they're vacuuming the carpets they're taking the tape off the windows if there was a big show stopping thing or a feature that still needed to come out it would have at least made an appearance by now so yeah so almost certainly sometime in august you would think i would have personally and i'm not staking my career on this in in any sense of the word because i don't have to um (laughs) I, i would have thought end of august like just early august seems too early for me like that I know what you're saying. Like it's it's fairly sort of complete, and it's all sort of there. You've got the final developer preview. There there will be no more developer previews, as far as I know. But I, I still would be shocked if this came out before the end of August. I I've been living with it for one week, two weeks. I think it's a week and a half. Um, 
the I've come across one sort of reoccurring bug which I keep having is I, I use my flashlight a lot. I don't know if you two use that feature in your phone. It's, yes, it's, it's yes. replaced the giant flashlight I used to carry around with me. No, I didn't used to do that. But <laughs> sometimes I press this button and I'm going to do it to you both right now and it doesn't do anything. I'm pressing it right now and it's literally not turning off the... Hmm. I don't know why, but every now and again it won't register my taps, particularly just on the flashlight. All the others seem to work. I'm like, what is... Is it not controlling the hardware properly? Is it not registering my touch? Is it like literally right now I'm tapping it and it's not turning it's off? Self- what What is it doing? No. Now, now that I've heard that someone who, whose technical ability I respect says that don't turn on the flashlight because it's a bug and it won't be able to turn it off, I have now turned on <laughs> my own flashlight in my okay. My I'm not I'm, I'm not I'm not sure if there's a difference between the developer and the public beta release, but mine is going off and on. But I'm I'm on a Nexus 6P. Are you on something else? And if it, I'm on the uh, Google Pixel, so the smaller of the two yeah. pixels. If if anyone from the Android O team is listening, um, it seems to not even register the touch. Like there's no little ripple that comes out from it. I don't really know what it's doing, but it's like no, you can't turn me off. Oh, now you can turn me off. It works eventually, but it's a weird little bug. <laughs> Yeah. Well, probably not a good idea to take the phone with you if you're trying to sneak around. Um, <laughs> so don't try and sneak around tonight uh, with it. <laughs> it might give you away. If you're a sneaker, <laughs> maybe just revert back to the stable version of Android. That's yeah, be, be, be responsible. If you're going to go sneaking around, exactly, be responsible. Have <laughs> you know a stable version of Android on you at all times. Uh, you know, charge your battery. You never know <laughs> what you're going to need to call your getaway car. <laughs> so, Flo, you've seen complaints about the battery as well? Complaints about the battery of Android O. Yes. No? I have not heard any complaints about the battery on Android O, actually. I've heard that the battery life is pretty... See, the thing is, though, I've... <laughs> I'm having a different experience. Like I was telling people that I don't know if I'm going to upgrade from the Pixel this year. Like I'm not sure that I, I feel like this is the first year I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to upgrade immediately since uh, since I switched back to Android after those faithful few months that I uh, spent using an iPhone. Um, I just feel like it's time for me to just hang out with the rest of everybody. <laughs> <laughs> Be like the norms on the phone. So yeah, I haven't had any battery issues uh, with the Pixel, but you know, I haven't tried Android O. I haven't heard anything about it. I'm really curious though. So let's say this thing does hit next week. Do you guys have any sort of? Uh, I don't know. Do you have any traditions that you you know you you kind of practice during every new Android? software update like it, we knows it comes around every uh you know end of summer early autumn yeah my my general tradition is i try and get other people to install it first so i'll convince everyone else in the office that it's incredibly stable and they should install it immediately and then i'll just wait a few days and see what happens but this year that has totally backfired on me flow because i'm the first one to install it like philip who is our android developer by the way i just do a little bit of android development i do mostly the the ios side of things and some other stuff um he hasn't even installed this, so I'm like, I'm the sucker this year. Damn it! <laughs> is it is this like that short story, The Lottery, where like everybody opens up a piece of paper and yours had the black smudge on it, knowing that <laughs> yes, you are the one that will die to 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 ensure the spiritual purity of of of, of the entire Pocket Cast code base? Apparently, I mean, I found a few sort of small bugs and things like that. So. You're welcome, everybody, for me installing this thing. But I think Phil's just finally figured me out. He's He's got the better of me, like, after all these years. He's like, I, I just know that if I don't install this, Russell will. So I just wait him out. And it worked. It absolutely worked. 
how easy is it to report bugs? Because I've 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 not encountered any showstoppers. Just say, oh, isn't that weird that I can't export? I can't seem to export this. Share this this photo, and I kind of look for an easy place to tap a button and report it, but I can't. I can't find it, and then I simply lose interest after three or four seconds. Is there like an app that I or an app or a link or something that I should have bookmarked someplace so I can help out this wonderful Android community? Uh, there definitely is a, a public bug tracker that you can report bugs to. The, the problem is for me because it's public, um, you feel the real need to justify. Like, uh, for example, let's say I want to file this one about me not being able to tap the. Um, the the flash sort of on and off. I feel like you need some real detail in there. You can't be just like sometimes I tap and it doesn't turn off. Can you guys totally fix that? It doesn't work. It doesn't Why work. doesn't it work? And then people are going to jump One in and like it works on my phone. Yeah, you're an idiot. It works on my phone. That's the main. Yeah. It public bug trackers are awesome because you can actually see if anyone else has filed the bug before you. Um, but public bug trackers bug trackers are also really intimidating because you know that the level of your bug has to be like insanely good if you don't want the, the masses to sort of jump all over you and tell you how stupid you are for not being able to turn off your flash. So it exists, Andy, but you got, you've got to be brave to, braver than I to, to post stuff in there. No, no, I'm, I'm, I'm as big of a sucker as you. I'm sorry, Flip, go ahead. <laughs> no, I was just going to say, I was going to actually offer a little tidbit to anybody who really thinks that, who really believes in their heart of hearts that Android O is going to hit next week if you are wanting to prep for it this weekend. Uh, back back your stuff up. Make yep. sure everything is properly backed up. Go into Google Photos. Make sure everything is automatic upload. Go into Dropbox. Make sure everything's on, you know, whatever you need to do. Set your phone down. Wait for everything up. Just do some maintenance this weekend. Take care of any apps that might be running rampant on your system. Uh, take care of any duplicates in your photo album. Uh, maybe even clean your phone physically. Give it a bath, a Whoa. literal bath. <laughs> Pixel with some, waterproof. Not some, with water. <laughs> not with water. Please don't. Uh, actually, what you can do is you can put a little isopropyl alcohol and a little bit of cotton ball, or um, actually not a cotton ball. You want to do it on a Q-tip, microfiber cloth, that whole thing. I, I got a good one for that as well. Is Flo, do you have a way I can clean my USB-C port? Because I found the other day I was using Android Auto and it kept disconnecting. I'm like, Android Auto is so stupid. <gasps> and then I realized the cable wasn't actually fitting in all the way. And I'm like, oh, no, I have like some kind of lint or something like Ew. inside my USB-C port. <laughs> uh, yeah, toothpick. Go in with a toothpick very, very carefully and then uh, kind of go in at it with compressed air to kind of um, get everything out of there. Toothpick is genius. careful with the toothpick. Because it's not made of metal. Yeah. I actually, I got the SIM removal tool and I used that, which I realized in hindsight is a terrible idea because that thing is really <laughs> sharp metal. <laughs> Don't do that. Use the toothpick like Flo said. Well, there, yeah. are, there, are other, there are other ways to justify buying a Pixel 2. And one of them is to, quote, <laughs> exactly. accidentally, unquote, fry, fry your machine. But I have it's you know how like they say that every every time you you you, you turn the the clocks forward or back, assuming that you leave and live in one of these backward civilizations that force you to do daylight savings time, like that's a good time to change to check the batteries in your smoke detectors. And I, I use stuff like this for like stuff like what what you're talking about, Flo. Like anytime I buy a new phone or every time every time that I do like a an a major annual system upgrade, I will do stuff like. Maybe instead of simply upgrading the old, I will reset it to factory state and reinstall all the apps that I use. This is something that on all my computers I do periodically, which is to say that I will ever now that it's so easy to reinstall apps from the cloud, I don't just reinstall the apps that I had on before. I every time I need an app, I will download the app. And by the time I've been using this for about a week, week and a half, I have realized that 
let's see, I used to have 203 apps installed. Now I've got 18. Maybe I had a lot of apps I don't actually use anymore. Uh, but it's also it's also a good uh, good time to I'm going to revoke the authentications for Twitter and for Dropbox and create brand new ones. I'm going to go to I'm going to go to Twitter and have it. Uh, you can go into settings, your personal settings, and for all these services, and say here are the list of applications that are authorized to use your Dropbox account. And sometimes I will even say I can either be patient for 45 minutes and try to track down every single device, or I can simply say, okay, I'm revoking authorization to everything. And once again, whenever I use a device that needs to use Dropbox, I will simply authenticate again because it really it really does become like this tangled mass of thorns and vines if you just keep uh, if you just keep uh, upgrading operating systems and simply moving the backing up your old device and restoring to the new device. It's like I've got a thousand apps of which I of which thirteen are like Barack Obama campaign apps. I don't think I need those anymore, and they're probably consuming some sort of resources. And why? How is it that there are one hundred and ten apps somehow authorized to observe and post to my Twitter <laughs> to my Twitter account? <laughs> And it's not it's not as though there's anything you know anything jerky going on. It's just that at some point I have authorized with good purpose apps that I no longer use anymore. Uh, and yeah, I mean, there's there's something about uh, I, I remember to brush my teeth every morning and every night because I've been doing this since I was hit in the head every time I didn't do it when I was a little child. Metaphorically speaking, I would just be I would just be made feel guilty by a Catholic mother. Uh, but but I don't but I, because I don't have that kind of connection. It's like it's so easy to simply say, "Is the phone still working?" Yes, great. Then we don't even think about touching the phone anymore because the phone is still working. You're making me think about how I'm going to have to program this into my future children. <laughs> <laughs> now, child, it's almost time for school. Did, time to back you, up our apps. <laughs> did you did you lay out your clothes for tomorrow's school? Yes. Okay. Did you wash your hands and brush your teeth? Yes. Did you double check that two factor authentication is enabled on all of your cloud accounts? Everyone, sweetie. <laughs> Eve, even your .net account. No, mom. Okay, they'll march right back into that office. You, get a you new used the authentication same password token, ever, didn't, you? didn't you? I could tell you use the same password. This is actually this is probably a future conversation that will happen in my house. Just yeah. want you both to know it's probably going to happen. I would. I have to. I have to say that it's. I, I wouldn't say that I'm more concerned about raising uh, raising a child that doesn't understand the importance of good password security and password hygiene and rotating passwords and choosing really good, unpredictable ones that even you don't know. I'm not saying that I think that that's as important as – now, the dangers of sex go beyond pregnancy. I don't – I want you to – using this phone is a very important part of a child's life and there's such a beautiful relationship you'll have with this phone. Just realize that there's ways to use it safely so that there aren't any consequences that you're going to regret later on. Now, we're going to start with this <laughs> – with this set of flip charts called now do you understand what a, what a 128 bit hash is okay well, that's you know what that's why we're, you know there's no embarrassing questions here uh you know i'm just gonna this is admit what a blockchain this looks like naked <laughs> i'm just gonna admit this here my father taught me about the birds and the bees using computer parts so <laughs> oh. i was the graphics that cards. Was, oh, no. yeah 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 so, it, oh, so not, not to pry but your first time do you say well i I, I need a DB9 to DB25. Oh, wait a minute. No. So I also need an analog to digital converter. What if, no, well, we were. What, we I, were I, I'm going to bring a Raspberry Pi into a bedroom because I've got in the bedroom because I've got a script running that will change the protocol so I can run Ethernet over <laughs> over phone cord. 
We were we were putting together a computer. He was just teaching. He he called the. He said, "Hand me the the mail the mail cord." And I asked him. I was like, "The mail cord?" And he's like, "Yeah." So this works exactly like human reproduction. And um, by the way, my father's an immigrant, so imagine this all okay. like in <laughs> like what's Eastern the problem? European no accent. problem. This is how it goes. <laughs> I just, I just Facts imagine, like, just, I just imagine, like, with my, I don't, I don't have kids, but imagine, like, having that. Con- I, I, I understand, like, you know, male connectors, female connections, just without thinking, saying, "Hand me that male connector," and yeah. then my son or daughter says, "What? What's male or female connector?" Then it's like that scene in that war movie where I just stepped out of the barracks to take a smoke, and then I light the match <laughs> and realize that the, there's a sign in front of me saying, D- "You are in a minefield." <laughs> <laughs> this this area has not been cleared of mines yet. Like, oh yeah. God. <laughs> well do, do I try to get myself out of this or do I just fall forward with my hands outspread to make this end as quickly as possible? <laughs> I'll never forget it. <laughs> I'll never forget it. <laughs> you see, son, when you love a file volume, you you, you make sure that you defragment it, you repart repartition it so that every operating system has its own special area. And you make backups, not just locally, but also off-site. And remember, son, that having a RAID array that simply duplicates across two different volumes within the same enclosure is not really a backup. It's merely about failure protection. All really good advice for marriage as well. <laughs> Always have a backup. Ah, Always have we... a backup. Wait a second. <laughs> right. Got to back up in every port, if you know what I mean. <laughs> oh, this show went to a, a really weird place. We need more news, Google. Can you can you please give us more news? Uh, slow news day yes. does not mean that it's less fun than it could normally be. <laughs> well, also, also we also we we did get a gift in the term of Vic Gondotra, formerly a Google like guy who invented lots of things that makes Google money. Now Google Plus, see, Google Plus. Okay, circles. Well, remember the circles, people. Let's let let let's just give let's give the, the Google Plus at least credit that there was a time where we're saying, oh my god, it's so f- they it's, it's so complicated they can't just even have like people's profile pictures be squares. They all have to be circles just because it's a there's based on social circles. And now every damn service I use does circles. But so, I it, forgot about circles, by the way. They yep. <laughs> to bounce so, around the screen. Th- there's a little animation when you'd remove someone from a circle. I think the circle would roll away with their head in it. Look. Like just like you'd lopped off their head, and it's just like rolling <laughs> off the screen. It was so, so satisfactory. Would you like to record what this person does had has done either in reality or perceived slights <laughs> that has caused you to cut them off from your close personal friends circle and put it into people I now need to keep an eye on circle. <laughs> oh, and by the way, because because you've been able contact sharing, I've told this person that they've moved you into people oh, who are kind of sh- my who gosh. pretend to be your friends, but it turns out that they're kind of shifty when you really get to know them. I don't want to. I don't want to continue to put us off track. But I have to say, I did this to a friend, and I did get an email from her. Why? Like, why did I get an email about this activity? I thought you didn't want me in your life. It was very awkward. <laughs> anyway, so this is what Vic Conduntra has done to my life. Just FYI, yep. thank you. So he, so he's full of great <laughs> ideas. Uh, he was he. Now this has turned into a much bigger story than I think he meant it to be, or uh, to be honest, that he deserves. He posted what on. If you are not 
one of the most important people ever to work at Google. You're on Facebook. You picture you, you've taken what turns what you thought was just a really good picture of 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 your kids using uh, using your iPhone, using portrait mode. Say, like, wow, this doesn't look, this look beautiful? And I'm going to post this picture of my kid on Facebook and say, gosh, doesn't this look beautiful? I mean, the iPhone. This is I don't need an SLR anymore because the iPhone does such a brilliant and beautiful job. It's all about computational photography, isn't it? And then he had the misfortune of having people reply to him essentially saying so are you saying that the iphone is the best camera in the world and all other cameras suck and he essentially said well yeah uh, and then people well why is that well and he so there's so these are these are selective quotes i'm saying these are unfair selective quotes but he did say them and in, in, in this exchange saying well bottom line if you truly care about great photography you own an iphone if you don't mind being a few years behind buy an android and in the process, he seemed to be throwing a little bit of unintentional shade at Android, saying that, well, Android's, uh, well, why is uh, Android behind in photography? Saying that Android is an open source, parentheses, mostly operating system that has to be neutral to all parties. This sounds good until you get into the details. Ever wonder why a Samsung phone has a confused and bewildering array of photo options? Should I use the Samsung camera or the Android camera, Samsung gallery or Google Photos? It's because when Samsung innovates with the underlying hardware, like a better camera, they have to convince Google to allow that innovation to be surfaced to other applications via the appropriate API, and that can take years saying that, well, if Apple can just simply make a change that's integrated across hardware and software and operating system, and boom! Presto, it's 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 deployed. Uh, I mean, he's got kind of a point, but I didn't see, I didn't, he got lots and this was a really active thread. I didn't read all of it. I read some, I don't even think I read most of it, but it's like the thing that if I were foolish enough to dive into this thread, I'd be saying, well, but you can just switch to the Android, the regular stock Android camera app if you want that of course they're going to put features in that can't be supported by stock Android because that's why they call it stock Android and not everybody Android. Uh, and the, he was making the point that it's all about computational photography and that Apple's, uh, Apple's uh, computational photography uh, concept is way beyond Android. And we talked about this last week about how I did sort of a blind taste test on myself with the iPhone and the Samsung Galaxy S8 and my $700 really nice pocket camera, conventional pocket camera that I like. And I didn't know which camera took which. It was just in Google Photos without any data whatsoever and just picked the, the ones that I liked out of each of the eight that was taken and my god almost every one of them was the h was an hdr plus shot shot by my 2015 uh nexus 6p so it's not as though they've been sitting on their hands with this and so it's weird i mean i i, I still say um it's it's kind of got me off my get off my butt because I've been wanting to after taking that test I've been, it's been on my to do list I should write a column about this and the larger thing about because I do think that while the HDR plus is my favorite camera processor let's say to make numbers turn into a really nice looking JPEG I still think the iPhone is the best camera because although it doesn't even routinely produce my favorite results, it is the very, very best at here is something I want to take a picture of. I raise the camera, I frame it, and then I press this button that takes a picture and a picture has been taken. And that's not something that any of, any Android phone does with 100% reliability for me. And I can post I can post process it myself to make it look the way I want it to. But if it's 
if it's pausing for three seconds or I hit the button and I don't know if it's taking a picture or not, and then I realize it's frozen and I'm going to have to hope that Mr. George Lucas is willing to stand there with an arm around me and get, wait for me to get the selfie running on this camera that doesn't seem to want me to get a selfie with Mr. George Lucas. And he really does need to manage his flight and he's about to shiv me. He's so annoyed with my inability <laughs> to have a camera that takes a picture. I just, yeah, I, 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 if I had two cameras for that situation, it would be the iPhone I would use it for, not my Nexus. Well, I will say part of the reason that I am having this sort of uh, issue with wondering if I'm going to give up the Pixel or not at the end of the year is because it's kind of the first phone that I've been able to hold up against my iPhone using friends and say, haha, my phone is actually better than yours. <laughs> now, I granted, I have a little bit of a, of a slight tiny bias because I am using an Android phone on the daily and this is what I write about for a living. But I will say... A couple of weeks ago, I was at one of my really, really great friend's weddings, and my phone was just constantly the fastest one there. People were like, I need to take a selfie. Hold on. I had my phone <laughs> in my hand already, first of all, because I was going around shooting like crazy, even though there were like four photographers there. Sorry. I am that guest. Uh, and so I was taking everybody's picture, you know, because I just, I was able to double press the power button. It would double instantly press. launch. So I, in some instances, you know, I kept people waiting just a tiny bit because I was adjusting the exposure right there on screen. But I will also say that in the past and even even in the present, uh, when we are taking pictures of each other, sometimes I'll co-opt an iPhone, like a friend's iPhone, and they'll think it's because, you know, I want to check the way I look in the picture, but it's actually because I'm looking at the resolution i'm like zooming in and i'm seeing you know how the compression <laughs> ended up and i'm looking at uh you know the light and whether it was overexposed in the background because i'm always just curious because i'll see you know pictures that my friends take with their iphones on facebook and i'll go man that's a really great like device to just have on you and you know i'll say this to them and they'll look at me like okay flow <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm exactly the same way, Flo. I've I've had iPhones for a long time, and pretty much all my friends use iPhones. And it, when I switched to Android, I think it was the the original Motorola. I can't remember what it was called. The X, the the little stumpy phone, amazing phone, a terrible blurry like yeah. camera and stuff. So oh, I take yeah. ten photos and finally get like one good one. And back then, you had to privately admit to yourself that yeah, okay, the, the iPhone does take better photos, like. Probably no questions privately. asked. Privately. Oh, no. No, publicly. Wow. Well, you went <laughs> oh, there. Oh, no, publicly because you need people to take pictures for you. Yeah, that's true. But I have to say like it got better and better every year. And I know people say, oh, you know, next year, next year, we better, next year, better. When I got the the Pixel, that was the, the one phone that for me, like I started taking photos and quite a few of the times they look better than than what, um, you mm -hmm. know. So my, my wife has an iPhone. I have the Pixel. Like we'd go to the, exactly the same place frame the shot exactly the same way, take exactly the same photo. And back when it got into Google Photos later, we'd be like, oh, this one looks a lot better than the other one. And you'd press the info button and you'd be like, oh, that was taken on the Android phone. This is weird. And it be became <laughs> like a running joke, like I guess in our marriage, that Michelle would be like, fine, you take the photo, whatever, like it'll look better. Just just shut up, just shut up, take the photo. I'm like, all right, I'll take the photo with a little smirk on my face. I'm like, <laughs> finally, the Android phone is better. But that, that took many, many years to get there. So I don't know if... If it Vic did. maybe can't afford a Pixel or he's never tried the, the S8 or something, I'm <laughs> not sure what his hang-up is. But the iPhone still takes amazing photos. That has never changed. I don't think there's ever been a model of iPhone where you're like, oh, that one takes worse photos than yeah. the previous one. But I, I'm happy to say that Android has caught up for me, like especially the, the premium phone. So you're talking about the S8, the Pixel, like 
amazing photos. Like I don't, I've never had issues with you know the camera not launching and things. I have heard on the five X though that, and on the the previous one as well, the, the Nexus five that, that there has been issues. You're trying to get the camera to open and stuff like that. That that is a legitimate software thing that I don't know how Google lets that sort of thing slip through. But on the high end phones, like yeah, I think it's great. Yeah, I think we live in an era now where pretty much any of the top four phones that you can buy are going to have the best or they're going to have some of the best camera hardware in your hands already. Would you say that's ultimate? Ultimate cameras? Unlimited, sorry. Unlimited. I got the wrong word. Unlimited. No, you're right. Unlimited essentials (laughs) on all the cameras, particularly if you choose between, I would say, a Google phone, a Samsung phone, or an iPhone. Although, to its credit... I'm so sorry about that. My <laughs> Google Home just let me tell you which one the best one activated is. Activated behind me. I should have muted it, but usually it never comes on when I'm podcasting. <laughs> so anyway, I lost my train of thought. Thanks. That's a, that's okay. No, no one in my household listens to my podcast either. It's a little bit insulting, but you know, they, 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 I can't force them to listen. Well, I just set up two in the oh, I should have said the name. <laughs> and, <laughs> So yeah, because I'm I'm just turning the whole downstairs into this complete like connected, basically my connected minefield, so that I can field more work. If anybody is looking for work in smart home, I'm here for you. Uh, <laughs> so yeah. Anyway, apologies. I'll meet them next time. <laughs> Gundotra did say something that is I I hate to admit that this the, he he said of course there's no reason for most people to own an SLR. And yeah. I'm like, I, I love, I love photography. I'm such a photo nut, and yeah. it's like I have to say, I know you're correct. Again, like, like you said, floats almost. If you spend any decent amount of money for a phone, you're getting a f- camera that is at least ninety percent as good as the best camera phone uh, fo- on the market. And I will sh- tell you, if you want to. Let me pitch you on the idea of having a conventional standalone camera, not even necessarily an SLR, about how it's a good idea. It will take better pictures and maybe in the long run, particularly if you're spending $5,000 on a vacation that you're not going to get to take again, or if you don't intend to ever go back in time, should not technology present itself and relive the birth of your first child, maybe it's a good idea to buy a halfway decent camera six to eight months before the birth date and spend some time playing with it and understanding how to use it and then okay, but but nonetheless it's good this phone camera is going to be good enough for almost everybody the different and the although it will in in the hands of someone who is moderately okay at taking pictures it will not take pictures as good as my as my 700 600 little panasonic lumix lx10 it is almost impossible to not get a good picture out of the iPhone. I, the number of times I've screwed up a picture with my really nice cameras because I forgot that I had it set to setting, p- taking pictures in a really, really dark museum and now I'm outside or because it has this really, it has a different kind of focus arrangement and was focusing, it locked focus on the wrong thing. I, it's it's like the, the all of these premium camera phones are set up so that it will never take the greatest picture ever taken of this, but it will never take a picture that is less than good. And most people are perfectly fine if they walk away with a picture that is good. That's perfectly fine. I only use the Pixel when I was uh, on my honeymoon in New Zealand. However, I also had my husband with his really nice Fuji Insta or not Instax. That's the instant one. Sorry, he has a he has a really nice Fuji. Um, and so I already had somebody taking you know all the high resolution photos of all the beautiful fjords and everything. Uh, however, I have to say, uh, 
while it is very important to have like a nice camera uh, during important events, I have also, this may be like a really bad habit, but this is just because I want people to focus on the the situation at hand. But um, I have started a little tradition in my family where we hire like a photographer now. Yeah. What? For, I know, I know it's kind of like, we have a really big family, okay? So, and a lot of people come visit us from out of the country. And so it's kind of a big deal. And we want to have nice photos. So sometimes... We'll get like we have, you know, friends with really nice cameras kind of, you know, slip them some cash to be like the photographer for that reason, though, to your point, Andy, is because we want really nice, high quality, candid photo. We want high quality, candid photos, not just the kind that you get from a smartphone. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) yeah, I I feel you. I've, I've had two experiences with like relatives asking me to like take pictures at their weddings. Yeah. And they and they, and they and they were very very upfront saying, "Well, we don't we really don't want to we don't care enough about this to hire a real professional, but we know that you're good at this." And for one of them, I was able to talk them into tell you what. What if cuz this happened like a month or two in advance, and I said, "Tell you what. Um what if I uh the, the, I go back to the gift registry and delete the thing that I was going to get you and instead I pay for not not the $2000 photographer but a friend of mine who is nice. who's just completed a professional photography course and would be eager to have her first gig and I will make sure she gets paid very well for what she does and she will again she will treat this like the most like the most like the first set of sample photos she will use take to get herself more wedding gigs and man should talk them into that and then more recently, uh, a cousin of mine was getting married and also gave me the same pitch. Unfortunately, it was like a week before the wedding saying because they're they're very wisely spending their money where it could be most effective. And they said, well, we don't we, we we've hired a professional wedding photographer because we want still pictures to be really great. Video would be nice. And we suddenly realized that, well, maybe Andy could take some picture, could like run some video. And I really it, it was it was like <laughs> I, I had the conversation that said, I want you to understand that I'm really proud of my taking pictures. I think that's really good. And I'm glad you're not having me do that. I have almost no experience with video because I don't like doing it. I know how the features work because I've tested a them. different medium. I, and I have absolutely never shot a wedding before in my yeah. life. So yeah. so long as we're so long as we're we're agreed that one, this is the best gift I can possibly give you. <laughs> Number two, <laughs> that all you're, all you're looking for is some sort of video. It doesn't have to be good. And number three, there's a chance that I could absolutely not come through at all. I will do it under those expectations that, and they said, no, no, exactly. We're like, we were a week ago, we were talking, said we, we are resolute. We have decided that we're, we already decided we don't want a wedding video, but what if we simply ask Andy and if we get, if we get something we do, we get there. And of course the, I got, I got video by bringing, uh, I'm I'm sorry, this turning to a long story, but there's actually a picture on my Flickr of like, I was so determined not to fail on a total level that it was like my plan is I'm going to get every camera that I have in my office that can take good HD or 4K video. I'm going to plant them like, <laughs> like, uh. like I'm going to plant them at every single place. The, the other, the other rule we agreed upon again, not negotiated, but the idea, you know, I, I agree. I don't want to have cameras like visible in the wedding. So I will will not. Here's here's like an arc 
like a three. I will not get closer than the three than the three point uh, shot line of the actual wedding ceremony. So no, there won't be cameras on tripods behind. So I so literally there was like I had iPhone an iPhone six and an iPhone five on little portable tripods up high shooting down. I had a GoPro camera like uh, that I saw I've there was a this. little or ledge <laughs> right exactly. And the, and and in the five minutes before when it was when when I got the five minute warning, it was me sort of like running and just tick turning all these things on and then my in my hand was my nice like olympus camera that shoots video with a really nice lens i thought okay i'm gonna rely on this for all the shots of like the vows and stuff like that and of course like that camera for some reason did not achieve focus lock like as they're entering oh that's the worst and 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 i had to do the do I want to take the risk that this is going to this is going to I'm going to figure out what why it's not focusing and solve that before important things happen or I'm going to simply put this down in a pew take out the I the the other iPhone 6 that I had like mounted on the top of it to get like wide angle shots and just use that as my primary oh god what what I'm saying what I'm saying is that yeah I don't if if you want to ruin one of your guests experience at your wedding ask them to take pictures if they're not a wedding photographer and if if you have a, a member of the wedding party who is a professional wedding photographer and you want the, to ruin their experience of the wedding say we would like you to be our wedding photographer without being without being paid uh, we will let you have the chicken and the fish that's the anyway and it's the still steak. the sort of thing we're Ooh, yeah. and the I, I, I want it was it was embarrassing even even with all the even with all the rules we set up beforehand that, no, we're not expecting anything. Anything is better than nothing. I'm like, there's got to be a clever way that I can cut this together without, like, close-up shots of the two. Like, ugh, I hate showing something that I know is not halfway as good as it could be or should be. And then the the introduction of this video every time it is played is going to be we had our idiot cousin <laughs> who was in no, way over his head he's dude. a tech journalist I, 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 I he doesn't really understand videos you, <laughs> have, you have, to, have to be nice to them yeah now that i think about it, i should i should like assemble the video but start off with like this like the star wars crawl <laughs> that says okay look we had a long conversation beforehand in which it was explained in great detail also i got one week's notice on this so i couldn't even think of a plan i still had to get all my work done and i'd already planned on like arriving there on like the day the night before the wedding because i had meetings to go to if i had known i would have canceled those like uh, okay I'm still obviously. So basically, obviously you proved you proved the point. A DSLR does have yeah. its place in this world, yeah. and if it really matters to you, you should hire somebody who is willing to operate one for the entirety of your wedding. Yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> you, you you can edit all of that out. Clearly, I'm clearly I'm still a man in pain, and I'm still working out. No, I, I like no, this. It's, I like it's this. good. Material podcast wedding tips. Marriage it's tips. It's timely. Teaching, it's wedding season. Teaching your kids about the birds and the bees tips. There's so many tips See? you get from this podcast. So much exactly. value. Exactly. Yes. We're relating to family people. <laughs> <laughs> and I think I think that we are family. And like all family exactly. members, we, we occasionally hit each other up for money, which is a good time to mention that we will soon be recording the bonus episode that members of Material Podcast members. will only, only people get access to this. You could be a member. Uh, and Exactly, which means that again, more money comes into all of our pockets, which we will again. Which it's, I, I assure you, it's not the amount of money that would cause us to pivot our lives towards dissolute debauchery. Okay, it's not the sort of thing that I can now buy my way out of any legal trouble whatsoever. It means that if there is like a, a cool hat on eBay, I can probably buy that hat without thinking much about it. 
that's the sort of money we're talking about. But I'm going to enjoy that hat. And every time I put on that hat, I'm going to think, aren't the Material Podcast listeners, members, all of them, but materially a reward being, isn't that very nice of them? So we're so we're, we're still going to be recording this sometime this month, so you still have time to get in on that. Would, would you say, Andy, you'd potentially get a relay.fm slash membership? That, that could be a URL that you potentially visit, and that, that could be how you become a member. Give give that a shot. You know, it's this is a this is a world that we're bound by limitless happiness. All things are possible if you if you go seeking the beauty of putting money in our pockets. You will find that beauty, and I I I, I wish for you to find beauty in this world, particularly the one that lets me get secondhand DVDs and cool hats off of eBay. That's that's unlimited all essentials. Out. Unlimited essentials. Unlimited fact, essentials. We have three unlimited plans. You've got the unlimited <laughs> silver plan, the unlimited gold plan, and the unlimited annual plan, which is limited to a year, but it's unlimited. So there you go. There's the three things you can choose from, and you can support our show, or you can support all the shows as well. I don't know why this button's here. Don't press that button. You want to support just our show, right? Yeah, that's how it works. Totally. Mm. Mm. Yes, just us. We should we should we should point <laughs> out that Zeno's paradox teaches us that it is actually it's technically a year, but if you were to take if you were to think of it as I'm going to approach halfway towards the end of that membership period and then halfway towards the remainder of the membership period and then halfway ad infinitum, you will never get to the end of the measurement of the membership period. And so technically it will be unlimited. And so at least it's it's still the same amount of baloney that Motorola is using, but at least ours <laughs> is supported by actual <laughs> mathematical fact. Maths, people, or math, as some people call it. Well, we are now off the rails. We are chugging across, tearing up turf and lawn and cutting through trees, and we're about to be headed for a schoolyard, so perhaps we should end before we actually make the newspapers. Uh, Flo, where can people see you, read you, and enjoy you? Uh, you can enjoy me at recess on Snapchat. I was trying to make a school <laughs> reference there at recess on the playground. Uh, at Oh That Flow and uh, on Twitter. And uh, I'm working. I'm writing. But Yay. right now, just come find me at FlorenceIon.com as I work out some of the kinks of my freelance life. But you can find me on the internet. That's where I reside. <laughs> <laughs> Russell, where can people access the excellenceness of Russell Ivanovich? Well, I'm not hip enough to be on the Snapchat. At least I haven't figured that out yet. But Twitter, that's where all the old people go. Twitter.com slash Rusty Shelf is where you'll find me. Just think about a shelf. Think about it oxidizing, you know, quietly in the rain. It's just a quiet shelf. It used to hold things. Now it doesn't anymore. You get a rusty shelf on Twitter. I'm pretty excited to say that uh, my latest subscription issue of Discover Magazine had a CD actually bound into it that gives me 20 free hours on America Online. So I'm, I'm going to install the internet on uh, on my 386 Really, really, really quickly. I had a DLL problem that I wasn't able to solve, but uh, I've got my Hayes Robotics uh, 2400 that I'm I, that says it should work fine. So, but when that happens, I intend to get my own domain name at anatco.com, where I intend to have been running a blog for the past 15 or 20 years. Uh, I intend to have signed up for Twitter at that same name. I also will have intended to have already created an Instagram account under Anatco. Uh, and if none of that had happened, I believe the Sun Times has anticipated me by probably 20 years and I already set up a website under suntimes.com where you can read the stuff that uh, about technology that I write for pay. Uh, everybody, thank you so much for listening to Material Episode 110. We'll be here again this time next week. Until then, I hope you, everyone, all of you, have an awesome, awesome week. Thanks for listening.